and welcome in again to the Worship Life Podcast with Mike Harland. I am your co-host, Brian Brown. Brian Brown. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. In the neighborhood and in Music City, (laughs) USA. Here we are in the The B.B. McKinney Studios. Oh, historic, majestic. What's what's the word? Beautifully festooned. We're ensconced. We are ensconced, yes. That's the word. And uh, sitting behind the microphones here, uh, high atop the Lifeway Tower. We're about, we're as close to heaven as you can get inside of Lifeway, right at the very top of the building. As close as you can get. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly how that works, but people at Babel thought it did. That's more of a... Yeah, uh, a, a geographic location so. <laughs> than it is spiritual. You know, before we get into too much theological trouble, Mike, uh, Please, I think we should get to the topic today. You know, it's Easter. Yeah, Easter we're, season certainly. is upon us, it and is. guys and ladies that are leading worship ministries are out there planning songs and thinking yep. about what we're going to do. Easter Sunday morning is always special. Huge. Um, Maybe you yeah. have a sunrise service, uh, depending on where you are, and if that's still part of your tradition. So, Mike, when we're out talking to people, I, I will have things. We've done this podcast long enough now that I might be in an event just talking in the lobby, yeah. and someone will walk up, recognize my voice, and say, yeah. I've, I've heard you from the podcast. I, I know you get that, too. One of the uh, things people always mention to me is that they heard the top five list. Oh, your top five yeah. Christmas carols. I remember you liked this one, that one that yeah, I liked. exactly. So we thought today we'd do that with Easter songs, and this yeah. really isn't top five, but just each of us to give five Easter songs that, that we just love. And, we if love we, and a, a week from now, we'd probably give you five different Correct. ones. Correct. You know, so, yeah. No doubt. And so every Christian song. it's pretty much off the song. top of our mind. Yeah. What five Easter songs come to mind No today? doubt. As we're talking about and thinking about great Easter songs. Why don't you go first? You want me to lead the way? What was your idea? Well, there, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, there are so many great arrangements. I think I like what you can do with this song as much as I like the song. Uh, but it's Were You There? Were oh You gosh. There When They Crucified? And, and, uh, they, and, just, and there are some brilliant arrangements. Yeah, Bradley Knight's got one that I oh, just love. Great, some great standalone orchestrations. If you didn't even want to sing the song at Easter, yeah. well, some great you orchestrations. Know, with a that melody, uh, that melody is so iconic. Yeah. That you, you just do that melody, and it takes people right back to, to those moments. I, yeah. You know, I would have to say in a very similar way, when I survey the wonders cross, mm, is, that's and, on my list too. But here's what I love about it, and if if people that are listening to this have the 2008 uh, Baptist hymnal, yes, uh, they have this in your hymnal. Right. Uh, but LifeWayWorship.com has this as well. There's a beautiful arrangement of of uh, when I survey that's inside uh, LifeWayWorship.com. And the arrangement itself goes into that minor key mm-hmm. and then a modulation. And the melody is so soaring and so amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a choral ending that's yep. in the hymnal itself, yep. but again, it's also at lifeofworship.com. And you could take a you could make the congregation be the this massive choir declaring um, uh, were the whole realm of nature mine mm. that were present far mm. too small love so amazing so divine demands my soul my life my, my all I mean it's just so unbelievable so many great arrangements Mike the one I always think about is the arrangement that was in Experiencing God the musical and uh, oh, a yes. beautiful arrangement it just shows the lyric of that song is so powerful there, that, that it's powerful really in, in, you can treat it musically many 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 different ways yeah, and and Isaac Watts' lyric is just going to grip you right in the heart. It's amazing. Yeah, one of the greatest songs. What's your, ever. Ne- what's so your whose next turn one? is it? Well, because you stole my next one, so I'm going to use a different one. I'm going to pick a modern song. I love. Uh, I always have loved because he lives, uh, but because he lives, Amen. 
The yeah. modern arrangement of that for, yeah. for Easter, I think, is just a perfect song for a church that, that does a modern worship. All right. Uh, worship. Well, you know, uh, I see your Matt Marr, and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna raise you a Matt Marr. Okay. Uh, and I've got to say, our friends at Word have the definitive anthem of this. Can I believe? Can you believe I just plugged sure, my friends we'll, at Word? You, you know, can we call sell, us and get that too. We sell everybody's music, Absolutely. and we sell theirs too. We Any love Dale Matthews, all of Matt Marr's other song that that our choir has done as a choir song, and now our congregation owns this song, and a congregation can really sing it well. Is the is the song "Christ Is Risen." Mm. Oh, let no one caught in sin remain mm. inside the lie of something shame. Anyway, um, <laughs> and Christ is risen from the dead, yeah. trampling over death by death. Come awake, come and wake. Yes. Uh, Christ is risen. And there's an amazing arrangement of it that is just so, it's right in the sweet spot vocally. And I love it. I love it. We do it virtually every Easter at our church. And every year I just... I just want to sing it. Absolutely. It's a yeah. great one. So right. Matt Marr gets two shouts. He gets two. He gets two shouts out. All right. I'm going to give one. Uh, again, this is one of my favorite ones, uh, and it's a per- particular band's treatment of the song, but it's uh, a Casting Crown's Glorious Day. Oh, I love it. I mean, the, that song, the way it treats that lyric, um, and I, th- I think particularly at Easter time, is just amazing. Based on that old hymn, and the yeah. hymn itself yep. is beautiful. Yeah. Up Calvary's Mountain. Um but yes, Glorious Day. And of course, there's a new worship song called Glorious Day. That's not, I mean, that's a wonderful song, but yes. uh, but Glorious Day, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, it's a great one for Easter, I think, again, in the contemporary song. All right, so I've got, sure. I've got really one that's, that's going to be more on the modern side as well, although it's one of their older modern ones from the Getty Camp. Yeah. I think, gosh, I mean, if we were to have a contest, what is your favorite Getty song? In Christ Alone would probably win. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so sure that it's any better than this one that I'm about to call out okay. for Easter. Uh, the The traditional title of this song is "Oh to See the Dawn." Right. That's that's the first line of the song, and then that tradition of uh, calling a song by its first line, you would call this song "Oh to See the Dawn." And right. Lifeway, by the way, has a great arrangement of that. Uh, but the hymnal calls it "The Power of the Cross." Yeah. And man, oh, to see the dawn of the of darkest, the darkest day. day. Yeah. And then that the lyrics. Christ on the road. To yeah, Christ on the road. So yeah. it's this visual expression of the passion of Christ. And then uh, it goes all the way to the empty tomb and, and talks about his return. Oh, to see my name. Uh, oh, to see written. my name written in the wounds. I mean, it, it's it's a stunning lyric by Stuart Townend. Yep. Uh, set by, to music by Keith Getty. So I would say the power of the cross, right or if there. you want to think of it, Oh, to see the dawn. And by the way, that is also at LifeWayWorship.com. And the hymnal version of that um, is in the 2008 hymnal. Yep. It's great. And you mentioned it. It was already on my list. You didn't know it was on my list. But I, I can't have a list of, of Easter songs without in Christ alone well, yeah. being in I mean, it. My my wife can't hear the opening melody, just that yeah. bum bum ba-dum. Yep. And immediately tears come to her eyes. That melody is so evocative. I remember one time hearing Stuart talk about it. I think we were interviewing Stuart when he was over here in the States. And he talked about he heard the melody and just the weight of it is is kind of the inspiration. He knew the lyrics that he had to write would be weighty. And I, I think he yeah. said he wrote something like a 
11 or 12 verses. Yeah. And then we ended up with those, uh, the iconic verses that we all sing. But it takes, of course, it's the whole journey, the, not just the, the, the cross moment. That song takes you through the whole journey. But again, we've talked about the power of the familiar. That song in Christ alone has become so familiar that and, people yep. don't have to think about the words. They can literally just express them with the songwriter and, and, and uh, in Keith's beautiful, soaring, majestic melody. And then Stewart's uh, iconic lyrics, I really just think inspired, uh, that song is inspired by God. And of course, sung all over the world. Uh, but Easter is a great time to bring that song. Maybe you maybe you feel like you've sung it too much in your church. Man, I, I would encourage you at Easter time, yeah, bring I, that song back. Yeah, I, I, I think we I think that's a weakness that we have. We tend to think people are tired of something. If a song is that great, they're not tired of it. I mean, you think about, let's just do rapid fire for a second. I know we're doing five titles. Uh, we're but, already past but five. But a song like, uh, you know, going. Nothing But the Blood or At the Cross or, I mean, up, these yeah, incredible the grid, yeah. lyrics are, are, are Christ the Lord is risen today. Good grief. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we were talking in a previous podcast about where are the songs that have energy in it. Well, think about this one. Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. The energy of that. And there's some great arrangements of Christ the Lord is risen today that has so much energy and it's declarative and uh, has such a powerful thing. Yeah. And I agree with that. I do think Easter is a great time to bring out hymns. One of the things that's often um, an opportunity, I mentioned it earlier, is if you have those sunrise services, and this can be a wonderful opportunity for you to bring in some of those um some of those hymns back for that sunrise service, or maybe another special service that you have uh, during the Easter season. There's just there are so many absolutely fantastic songs for Easter, and so, in some ways, uh, all of the stories, uh, um, all of the songs that we sing in the church should point to the cross. You know, Brian, in recent years, um, we've done a um, we've been putting together compilation yes. CDs, Life yeah. and Worship has. Yep. And by the way, they are on streaming platforms, yep. uh, you know, Spotify and Pandora and Apple Music. And I mean, you can, if you go to any of your streaming services and just search for Lifeway Worship, you'll see all kinds of songs come up and, and playlist. And we've got one of those called Songs of the Cross. And mm-hmm. uh, that CD is available at Lifeway.com if people wanted to find that. Uh, and it would, uh, you know what, as a matter of fact, why don't we give one away? Oh, that's a good idea. Can we give away yeah. Songs of the Cross? We're going into a break, and uh, we'll have a special giveaway of the Songs of the Cross. That's a great yeah. idea, Brian. I, was that my idea? It, it was. And when we come back, Mike, I'm telling you, I've got more Easter songs. So when we come back, we'll talk a little we'll bit talk more. We'll talk about more We'll yeah. throw some more. So this has become the top 15 or 20 <laughs> Easter songs yeah, that we exactly. love. We'll be right back. Yeah. Easter is one of our favorite times of the year, and as Mike said, we'd love to give away a couple of our Lifeway Worship CDs that are available at lifeway.com. One of them is called Songs of the Cross, and the other CD is Resurrection Hymns. And these are filled with some of our favorite Easter songs and hymn songs of the cross and resurrection. Just leave a comment with your favorite Easter song on our Facebook or Instagram posts or worshiplife.com. And we'll pick a couple of winners so you can enjoy the same songs we love. All right, we're back from the break. And Mike, we were going through uh, Easter songs that we love. And, you know, we called it the top list is five, growing. but we can't stop at five. <laughs> but other lists have gone this exact same way. Mike, what I wanted to ask you right now, you know, you're a songwriter. And, and obviously any songwriter who writes songs for the church, uh, which you do exclusively, I was going to say primarily, I think you exclusively write songs for the church. I don't yeah, know, I you might have written some for I your parents or something. I had many country cuts, I can tell you that. I've written a few country songs, but I'm not So you've definitely written Easter songs. Is there yeah. one from your 
catalog that you would pull out as particularly uh, well, special to you? You know, the song that started my um, me on the path of writing songs for choirs to sing is a song that my old friend Luke Garrett recorded. It was my very first song to go into print. Word Music did the first anthem of it. It was in a musical that Tom Fetke did uh, for Word, and it was called Playing Games at the Foot of the Cross. It yeah. was a, it's a song that takes the listener to the foot of the cross at that moment where those soldiers are gambling, and then it makes an application of it. And one of my favorite experiences as a songwriter is associated with that song because I was at a pastor's conference once that Luke was singing at, 4,000 pastors at this conference, and, and uh, Luke sang, he went to the piano, and I was up in the choir loft because it was this packed out place, Hickory Grove Baptist in Charlotte, and uh, Luke sang playing games. Mm. Uh, and Adrian Rogers was going to be preaching that day. And, of course, Adrian Rogers was one of my heroes then and oh, still yes. love to hear his messages uh, that are still played, even though he's gone on to be with the Lord. They still love worth finding, still plays. And I listen to Adrian Rogers almost every day, one of my favorite preachers. Uh, so Luke gets to the second chorus of playing games where the lyric turns and, and puts it, applies it to us. And Adrian Rogers got out of his seat and walked down to the altar and got on his face mm. at the altar during that course. And when he did, pastors all over that room stood up and began to walk down the aisle. And before Luke got to the end, of, the, I think he added a couple of courses to accommodate <laughs> it. But there were literally hundreds and hundreds of pastors that were on their knees at the altar while Luke was singing that song that the Lord had put in my heart. And I just sat up. You know what I was doing? Yeah. I was bawling my eyes out, yeah. sitting up in the car loft. And then the other song, and of course Luke helped write this one as well. Um, but it's still the cross, people. Yeah, uh, oh, just this that's past my week, favorite. just this past week, someone yeah. said, "Oh, I love that song. It's still the cross." And it talks about that great Easter message that that even though the world's gotten modern and everything, you know, we can serve. We're conservatives or liberals or whatever the definition of those are. The lyric says. Um, the gospel really still is about the cross and about Jesus' victory over the over death. Yeah, and uh, so those two come to mind. Yeah, it's still the cross, one of my favorite all-time songs and favorite all-time lyrics. Thank and you, Brian. It's still the blood of Calvary that cleanses sin and sets the captive free. Mike, I've been thinking more as we were in the break. More songs keep coming. You know, I don't know how I overlooked um, Chris Tomlin's "At the Cross." Love, oh, love, oh, love ran red. Yeah, it's so good. And I'll tell you one that uh, a, a more recent song that means so much to me is this song that's also subtitled Anastasis, but Oh Praise the Name. Yeah. That mm. that third verse, then on the, or at the break of day, on the third at break of day, uh, it, it talks about Oh Praise the Name uh, of Jesus, the victor over, over the grave. Uh, amazing song, and I love to sing it. And, there, and I'll tell you, I was talking to a friend, Billy Williams, Minister of Music down in Mississippi. I was talking to him this week at one of our conferences, and and Billy said, man, every time we sing Oh Praise the Name, my church just rises up and sings it. And yeah. the power of the familiar song that fits in their voice well and that they own it, uh, man, let the church sing. Another song, Mike, we talked in a previous podcast, a recent one, about the lack of kind of upbeat, up-tempo songs. But I think of Phil Wickham's This Is Amazing Grace. Oh, it's great. Another great one. Who Breaks the Power. Energy, yep. yeah, uh, for singing on, a, on an Easter Sunday morning. And another one, I know I'm going two in a row here, but I think the song What a Beautiful Name is oh, a, is a perfect song to sing in your Easter celebration. Yep. Might not come to your mind immediately, but just a fantastic yeah, tune for that service. Yeah, it's a great song. And then, of course... Uh, to go back to some of the more traditional, a song like All Hell the Power, mm. uh, but do the coronation to Yeah, yeah, to that's it, right. Uh, and let it, let it just soar and have that majestic 
aspect of it. Yeah, the old rugged cross. I believe in the hill called Mount Calvary. There are so many. That, and again, Easter, a lot of times uh, when you have an Easter service, this is for, uh, and pastors know this, music ministers know this, there are some people who only go to church once or twice yeah. a year. Sing the gospel. Easter's one of those sing times. It. And if you have a chance to sing something, you know, we talk, Mike, about young people that drift away from the church. A lot of times, uh, 18 to 22 year olds, it's a real struggle, you know, how some of them drift away. Well, we get some of those folks back, as you know, when they start yeah. having kids. We get about a third of them back to regular church attendance. About a third we don't, and about a third come somewhere in between. But I think if people came back to, if, if they just came to Easter, maybe they went to church as a kid, maybe they haven't been in a long time, and they come back and hear something familiar that evokes oh, so in them important. something something yeah. that they recall. Let's help, let's help our guys know Easter Sunday might be the perfect time to bring one new song out that has a very poignant specific application for that particular Sunday the way you've planned it. But man, be sure there's a lot of familiar on Easter Sunday morning so that the people that are coming and reconnecting uh, maybe yeah. it's been a long time, they feel a connection immediately to something that's familiar instead of uh, instead of just throwing them a bunch of brand new songs that nobody knows. Yet. I will never forget I went to a very large mega church here in town one Easter Sunday Mike uh, with a friend and I, I you know have been doing this all all of my life. This was several years ago, and obviously I won't call the church. I'm, I'm fortunate Nashville has lots of mega churches, <laughs> uh, but I didn't know a single song that congregationally. I'm not talking about a presentation. Yeah. yeah. I did not know a single congregational song that that church sang. Now, the the praise team was very large, and they were very well-styled, very well-dressed, and their hair yeah. looked very modern. Uh, the musicianship was incredible, uh, but nothing familiar. But you never got to be part of it because yes. you didn't know any of and it. Yeah. and I was there for different purposes, but all I could think to myself was, man, if this is the only church service I come to this year, and I feel like such an outsider, uh, nothing familiar, even to someone who, who grew up in the church. Um, I just felt so disconnected from what was happening so there. Brian, and I, I, I think a church is missing opportunity. I got to ask you, man, you got yeah. you got to go to church more than once a year, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> I only went to that church oh, once. Oh, I was actually oh. had family in town and okay. a friend went. But you're it, making me nervous. It's a very, though. very long story why okay. we ended up at that church instead of oh, my church okay. uh, that, that my family and I go to. So we were visiting with friends at their Easter service. Well, and, and you know what? Every yeah. Sunday is special. Every no Sunday doubt. is special. No and, and we ought to bring everything we can to every one of them. But I hope that you will take opportunity, the people listening will take the opportunity to make Easter Sunday even even more special with some great, great, great songs. And there are so many great ones. And I would encourage people, if you haven't done this, Use the search engine of LifewayWorship.com. Yeah, oh, it's great. It, the search engine of that website so is amazing. It, yeah. it, if you just walked in and t if you just went to the search engine of LifewayWorship.com and typed Easter, yeah. Uh, you you'd get all kinds of responses to that, or any specific any scripture verse, any scripture verse, whatever the pastor's text is. You want to type in a phrase, yep. whatever the search tool. I, I I think that's one of the uh, people need to realize what an awesome tool that is. It is absolutely powerful. Links to mystudybible.com, and it will really really help you uh, this Easter. And I would really encourage you. You know, Mike, we get so. I, caught up in Christmas, and I think that's because our culture is more 
caught up in Christmas. Yeah, Easter's ours. You know, yeah. um, it, it belongs to the church. And uh, boy, I would just I'm admonishing myself here. Do I really spend as much time and as much effort? Man, I hope I do in conviction. But if I could just confess, do I think of the Christmas service as more important when it was uh, the birth, certainly the miracle of God becoming man, but it's the blood that covers my sins. Yeah, they work it's together. It's the blood that covers my sins. I mean, they're sins. like two bookends. Yeah, that's you know, exactly you need right. You them both, and they're both part of it. And the, the most exciting thing is that they do complement each other, and it's what a beautiful picture yeah. of the gospel. Uh, when you put it all together and uh, and don't miss that opportunity this Easter to sing some great, great, great songs. Well, my favorite part of this when we come out with these lists, Mike, is the people that respond and say, you forgot about this, yeah, you exactly. forgot about that. Yeah. So, man, please do that. Bring it. Yeah, Bring email it. us, worship at lifeway.com. Tell Mike the songs that he's written that he forgot about. He would love <laughs> to hear that. Uh, but tell us your favorite Easter uh, song. And maybe you've got a song that we might not have thought of. We don't think of as being an Easter song. And tell us why you sing it at your church and while it's why it's special to you. You can also go to worshiplife.com on the blog there or any of the other social media platforms we talk about all the time. And we ask you again, if you're listening to this podcast today, please remember to review and rate it. That's one of the best ways we have to invite other people into the conversation to talk about music in the church, talk about worship in the church and ministry in the church. The more of us engaged in that conversation, the more iron can sharpen iron and the more we can learn from one another. Also, when you email us, worshipatlifeway.com, please let us know how we can pray for you specifically. Maybe you've got something going on in your family. Maybe you're going through a ministry change. We want to know. We pray for uh, our, our worship leaders all the time, generally, but we love to know specifically if you would share your heart with us or share something that God lays on your heart so we can pray as a team specifically for you, and, and we will do that. Until next time, for Mike Harlan, this is Brian Brown saying thanks for joining us on the Worship Life Podcast with Mike Harlan. We will be back together with you to talk about worship and music and ministry again very soon.